0: it's time to get cozy and watch a christmas movie cuddle up with a cutie and watch a christmas movie it's a podcast in a queer
1: tree welcome back to a podcast in a queer tree a podcast where we destroy all the beautiful memories you've made watching christmas movies with your family <laughs> i'm nicole marcu <laughs>
0: Were you hoping I would argue with
1: that? <laughs> I was looking at you with a lot of meaning, being like, huh,
0: huh? No,
1: <laughs> I'm not wrong. Um, no, not really.
0: Yep. Uh, and I'm Scott Marshall. And we both love... Trash lo- movies. Is, is love the right word?
1: I would say uh, love to hate and hate to love.
0: Yeah, that's more accurate, certainly. Yep. That's how I feel about
1: all of these movies. Okay. Except Let It Snow, which I legitimately love. Sure. Um, Today, we are talking about the 2017 Netflix blockbuster. Can you call it a blockbuster if it's on Netflix?
0: Well, I think you can for their purposes, because I think this... Obviously, there. I mean, there's three of these movies. They oh. must have done okay. I have some hot
1: tips about this movie. And yeah. Nicole's Trivia Corner, it's going to buckle up. It's going to be fun. Okay. Um, we are watching the first installment of the Christmas Prince trilogy.
0: <laughs>
1: watching... A Christmas Prince.
0: It's a a trilogy so far. For all we know, there's going to be nine or ten of them in the end, just like Star Wars.
1: quadrangle. Oh my god, maybe they'll do a prequel. Yeah. Oh, so boring. (laughs) Um, So, Christmas Prince 1 is from 2017. Here's the synopsis. Mm -hmm. When a reporter goes undercover as a tutor to get the inside scoop on a Playboy Prince, she gets tangled in some royal intrigue and ends up finding love. But will she be able to keep up her lie? No,
0: no, she won't. <laughs> hey, spoiler,
1: spoiler alert. alert.
0: Spoiler <laughs> alert. No, she won't. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so yes, this is the first of the trilogy. Um, my girlfriend Emily and I watched this trilogy together very faithfully the last few years, and mm-hmm. we refer to the subsequent Christmas Prince movies as Christmas Christmas Prince to the Princening. Mm-hmm. And I forget the name we have for the third
0: one, but um, you know they're all sort of the same. Yeah, Doctor Slip and I have also been watching these movies as they came out. Um, <laughs> we we probably would have anyway, but uh, an extra incentive for us was that the star of these movies, Rose McIver, mm. is also the star of a series that we had watched before, a series which is on Netflix uh, called *I Zombie*. Okay, uh, which is based on a comic book. About a woman who is a medical she's like a police lab flunky mm. and she gets bitten by a zombie and turns into a zombie. but in this in this particular comic slash show universe, she can still do her job like she just has to eat brains interesting, so she keeps getting brains from cadavers. And, like, mixing them up into stir fries and, like, eating them at lunch at work. It's... Yeah.
1: Wow. It's a
0: goofy show.
1: That's... Yeah. And
0: and she looks very striking on the show because as soon as she gets turned into a zombie, her hair goes white. Oh. And she has, like, very heavy eyeliner. It makes her look dead, I suppose.
1: Right. Um,
0: And she looks very, like, very pale. So seeing her in this movie where she's clearly alive... (laughs) Is a real evolution.
1: There are a lot of markers of her status as alive in this
0: movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, I think this girl might be alive. (laughs) Look at how she responds to that guy who is... He might be dead. (laughs) So, yeah, Rose McIver plays Amber, who is a copy editor, near as I can tell. Yeah, junior
1: editor, I believe, is her official title. Okay,
0: yeah. She's getting all the grunt work at this... Magazine?
1: It's called Hot Beat Magazine, (laughs) which I made note of because of how masturbatory... Like, I could not imagine. Hot beat magazine. Like, unless they called it Jerk It magazine, <laughs> I cannot imagine.
0: That's already taken. That that's... It was trademarked. Yeah, that's a, that's a Jamaican cooking magazine, oddly enough. Oh,
1: yeah. is it really? No, well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's a great name for a Jamaican cooking magazine.
0: But anything, I'm going to go start one right now. Anything
1: <laughs> other than a cooking magazine called Jerk It is obviously about masturbating. As is hot. One would think so. Hot beat, hot beat magazine. Hot beat. Some magazine. Uh, some some hot hot takes in the Hot Beat magazine include uh, the headline "His royal hotness."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Do you find what is his name? Oh fuck, Richard? No, that's the king. What's his name?
0: There is no. There isn't a king. It's his. Mm-hmm. It, his name is Richard.
1: His name is Richard. Yeah,
0: there's just a queen. Well, the dead by king. Alice Craig. The dead king was named Richard, though. Well, uh, oh, well, yeah, maybe this guy has a different his, name, but I think he's keep, also a Richard.
1: Because they keep saying King Richard, it's, and I It's keep...
0: definitely... His name is definitely Richard, because I nicknamed him Dick the entire time. Okay.
1: So, Dick, yeah. I, it's... Yeah. So, do you find <laughs> Dick attractive? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I didn't realize we were going there. I it's, guess
1: we're going there. Here we are. Um,
0: well, I'm 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 just going to ignore the yeah, double entendre obviously. there because I'm not twelve. <laughs> um, but, but yes. Um, <laughs> but as for this actor, whose name is Ben Lamb, and I I didn't bother uh, googling whatever else he might have been in, uh, so I have no idea. Um, not especially. Yeah. Not especially. Uh, and he's the prince of Aldovia.
1: Yes, so. Whatever ma-
0: that is. Did you get a
1: bingo line? Oh, uh. I cashed no. in on this one. Oh, really? I mean, I didn't get a blackout, but I did get a line. I almost got two lines. If there had been a
0: MILF or a DILF in this movie, I would have had two lines. Yeah, I I came close to getting two lines, but I did not get any lines, sadly.
1: So I got, um, bad blue screen. Uh, at the end, she's driving in a car. Oh, yes. And, like, it's almost, there almost isn't. A, a like scene over-layered on the blue screen. It almost lo- just looks like a blue screen. Mm. Uh, widower. Uh, helps kid with a project. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Another woman wants that dick. Yep. Horses. Yep. Weird transportation. Yep. Kiss at the end, obviously. Yes. Original song slash performance.
0: Well, see, I've got that on my card, but I didn't check it off. Where's huh. the original...
1: Why did I check that off? I might have... Check this off and given myself a freebie because he plays the piano. Oh, that's right. He does. But like, he plays like jingle bells. Like it's not a song that was written for the movie, but yeah, it was a performance. Uh, Tight 90 minutes. Yes. Uh, They got off on the wrong foot.
0: Yeah, because he steals her cab. Yeah,
1: steals her cab. He's he's incognito
0: hilariously.
1: Incognito is like the fake beard.
0: (laughs) He's just flown into they've flown into Aldovia, right? It's big enough to have its own airport. Yeah. He's the crown prince. (laughs) He's flying commercial, I'm guessing. Domestic. or Yeah, commercial. And no one recognizes. (laughs) Like, come on.
1: Fictional European country. I was so happy. Fictional European country made it to my card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Supportive BFF
0: mm-hmm.
1: and big deadline.
0: Yes, yeah. Which is a very hallmark thing to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did a you big have... deadline over Christmas? No less. Oh yeah. yeah. Something Which... due on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When everyone's going to be in the office.
1: Yeah. Checking their email. Yeah. yeah. Did you have any that I didn't have? Uh,
0: yeah, I had lots, actually. Um, I had photographer. Oh. Because um, I think she's going around snapping pictures of stuff oh, all the time. Oh, shit. Right?
1: I didn't mark that for, off, but yes.
0: For the, uh, for the I keep wanting to call it a blog, what what she works for. Well, she eventually starts a blog. But That's hot, right. hot yeah. beat magazine. Hot beat. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> I think, yeah, those are the ones I had that you didn't have.
1: Wow, I mean, you gave your... Those were all on my card, but I I didn't... I had lots
0: checked off, just didn't happen to get a line. Wow. Even if I do the ones that uh, I missed of yours, it Mm. still doesn't give me one.
1: All right, well... Who knew? Nicely done.
0: Yeah. So this is set It It starts in New York City. Yes. As her father... Okay, now you've seen all three of these movies. Yes. Am I crazy, or is it a different actor playing her father in the other installments of this movie because my memory of her father is of an actor who is very short and kind of like a guy who when he learned he got the role he rented midnight cowboy and just watched dustin hoffman over and over again going hey i'm walking here He's like, hey, oh, nice place you got here. Whoa, hey. like, oh, yeah, right?
1: that does sound familiar. Yeah. He's like kind of a caricature.
0: Very much so. Okay. yeah,
1: I like the dad in this one.
0: In this one, yeah, he seems relatively reasonable. He's supportive. He yeah
1: he's got that like sort of like I run a diner and I deal with the general public every day.
0: yeah, I'm a real person vibe in, in the Bronx or wherever they're supposed to be, yeah, sure. Uh, it's actually I, I didn't check to see where this was filmed by I, I assume, oh, like Toronto somewhere I did, yeah where
1: so okay, I did I got down a, a shallow but still substantial rabbit hole about this. Oh. It's not actually possible to find where. The non Aldovia scenes in this movie were filmed. Oh. I assume because, like, the only location factoid people care about about this movie is where Aldovia is. Where is Aldovia? Yeah. Romania.
0: That's right. I did look that up. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it's it takes place in Romania. Um the castle is called Peleș Castle, yep. which is like whatever, a castle you can go visit and film a movie in. <laughs> um, but the the like city, the like urban city American scenes, I couldn't actually find where they were filmed mm. because no one seems to care.
0: <laughs> My initial assumption was that it was all filmed in Toronto and that Aldovia was actually Casaloma and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, no, they actually went to Romania. They actually
1: went to Romania. This movie was a big deal. So I, at this point, because of how big a deal this movie was as a way to, uh, explain that, I would like to give you the maybe saddest, funniest, most ridiculous Nicole's Trivia Corner factoid to date. Hit me. In 2017... Netflix, when this movie was released, Mm -hmm. Netflix tweeted from their account that 53 of their subscribers had watched A Christmas Prince daily for 18 consecutive days. I remember that. (laughs) 18 days. 53 people did this. Yeah,
0: I remember that. I remember thinking at the time, why didn't I do that? (laughs)
1: Not just like a few
0: people, but it's like.
1: You gotta wonder. Are those 53 people okay? Yeah, you gotta wonder, right? 18 that's three weeks. Yeah. Do you remember what was happening three weeks ago, Scott? Not offhand. Yeah, though. like three weeks ago. Certainly
0: wasn't watching the same movie every day.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like that is a that is a holiday break time, like, whew, that's I mean, yeah, I guess that's... people find it comforting in some way. I mean, I've certainly watched the same thing eighteen times. I'm really not one to
0: judge, but like in There are some movies I've seen that many times for sure.
1: Like in your life though. Yeah? Right? yeah. Not in eighteen not consecutively. Not in as many days. No.
0: It's a no. Dance. That's uh it's hard to imagine how you know, after say the fifth day, what are you getting out of it?
1: Oh my goodness. It's just sort of like comforting. Like, I remember reading, you know, some like armchair psychologist, like m- musing online about how people who have anxiety disorders are more likely to watch something repetitive, like. over and over and over again because it's like the familiar is comforting they know what's coming all these things sure so I'm sure there's a part of that but I also think like you know you mentioned in a previous episode you put Hallmark movies on while you're like making a pie doing the dishes what have you yeah background noise maybe it's just a background noise for three weeks consecutively
0: (laughs) yeah I mean for all we know it was you know 50 Hallmark stores that had it on on a
1: TV (laughs)
0: but uh yeah. so wild that's, that's kind of crazy so wild
1: um my uh first musing it really skips ahead i don't really have anything until she is starting to pretend to be the tutor
0: oh wow okay so well i'll, I'll fill in with what i have yeah, up until then go ahead um I basically made the same note you did about how there's a gay friend and a supportive black friend. Oh, our, our cups runneth over. Yeah, truly. Thank you, really, you, Netflix. Really check that diversity box. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I have a note about the editor lady at Hot Beat.
1: <laughs> is it Hot Beats? No, it's Hot Beat.
0: You're hot right, Beat. It's worse. Just one beat, Nicole. It's worse somehow. Just one beat, but make it hot. God. Um. So yeah, hard-nosed editor lady, who I know from other stuff, but can't remember her name offhand. Um, she wants Amber to get the scoop. The scoop. On his royal hotness. Um, and my note is, why does hot beat cover <laughs> the Aldovian royal family? <laughs> I'm skeptical that even the New York Times covers the Aldovian royal family. So why does hot Beat? Well, I guess I know why. It's because the prince is such a bad boy.
1: Yes, such a bad Which boy. Which is
0: probably the biggest thing that you have to try to swallow in this movie. Like, <laughs> this guy? Is
1: that Yeah, that bowl of cold mashed potatoes is <laughs> a hot bad boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, like... He's, yeah, no, he's just not very interesting, is he? No. He's, and it's hard to. My point was, it's hard to imagine <laughs> him being a bad boy yeah. in any way, uh, let alone the ways that they're implying in this in <laughs> Hot Beat. Hot <laughs> Beat, anyway. Hot Beat magazine. Hot Beat magazine. Really sent, needed
1: to spend that budget line before the fiscal the, end.
0: Sending the equivalent of an intern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: To Aldovia.
0: To Aldovia. I, I don't know if they're just hoping she wouldn't come back. I mean... Or... Yeah, it's it's a strange assignment. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Um, Amber wears a trench coat like any good reporter. Yep, obviously. Um... It's... <laughs> she pays 4 dollars for an empty coffee cup from a street vendor. Because <laughs> that's New York. Um... LOL at the prince stealing the cab in a terrible fake beard.
1: Oh my God. The beard is really terrible is literally a note that I have. (laughs) It's
0: so Well, that was another reason why I was like, why don't the people of his country recognize (laughs) him? They're like, oh, there's the prince in his beard again. He
1: might as well just be wearing those like glasses with a fake nose attached. Yeah. It's like as convincing. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, I'm really into her curtsy. I know it's supposed to be a like moment of comedic levity and this like physical con- like I know what they were trying to do and it really worked
0: for me. She had to do a fair bit of physical comedy in the series that we used to watch her on. So oh, yeah. she's a good fit for that kind of thing, yeah. for sure.
1: She clearly she she it made it it looked very natural. Yeah. I thought it was funny.
0: Yeah. Um we haven't really touched on the queen yet because she hasn't been introduced in the movie yet. Mm. But she's played by an actor named Alice Krieg. Okay. Krieg. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. K r i g e. German, okay. I think. Um, probably best known, uh, for playing the Borg Queen on Star Trek.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: But she's been in tons of stuff. Sure. Um, and I think she she carries off the air. Air like AIR of the Queen
1: pretty, yeah.
0: pretty well. Like, she's
1: she's got a vibe.
0: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. You buy it, I think. <laughs> do you find that there's a a certain thematic similarity between this movie and just the dynamics between her and the queen? And um Oh, do you mean
1: princess diaries?
0: I mean the princess diaries, exactly.
1: Um yeah, a little bit. It's sort of the like the girl who grew up like Working class, middle class, big city, like, cool single parent meets this, like...
0: Now she's dropped into this new world.
1: For sure. With this sort of, like, up at first uptight-seeming royal matriarch who she has to, like, find ways to relate to. Yeah,
0: I think that's kind of what reminded me the most. And then in the second movie, of course, they're actually prepping her for the wedding, which is even more like... Princess Diaries because right. she's got the whole makeover of course stuff um, yeah
1: that's interesting I hadn't thought about that
0: I, I did keep thinking of of the Princess Diaries yeah. when watching this um, <laughs> so she's she's in Aldovia she's like trying to figure out how to get just even into the place yep yeah. she's met some locals and, and local reporters in and, and the scrum outside <laughs> And she asks one of the veteran Aldovian reporters, any words of wisdom, any advice? And he's like, pick a new career. (laughs) It's dark. Like, wow, dude. Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: a grisly response.
1: (laughs) Poor Amber. First assignment. How do
0: you look at Amber and say, you're not going to go far in journalism? Well, You're not going to go far working for a magazine like hot and deep? (laughs) She's
1: got Converse on. She's going to do great. Yeah. Um, Okay. Who? I really take issue with this scene where she accidentally breaks a 15th century Ming porcelain vase. Who the fuck keeps a 15th century Ming porcelain vase on a spray painted Ikea side table? (laughs) what kind of lunatic sets someone up to fail like that
0: yeah yeah it's uh, i made a note about that too it's just bizarre um and there's there's a lot of weird little moments like that where again i i, I always kind of scratch my head and wonder what the writer was thinking because mm. they could have done anything if the, if they wanted to show oh she's a fish out of water she's not at ease in her job yet. she's. Mm. They've had her sneak into a royal palace. <laughs> first of all. Very unethical. <laughs> she's pretending to be a tutor for a princess. Yeah. Again, super unethical. Pretty sketch. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure how we're supposed to feel about Emily. Because at first, she's kind of... It's implied that she's a real handful. Yeah. And then I think as the kind of typical... Arc for these movies is that well she she just doesn't get as, as much attention as she would like no one's really listening to her yeah no one's letting her just be a kid and so you know Amber becomes the vehicle for all those things um but yeah you the breaking the vase just feels really unnecessary I just. Like, I'm like, okay, well, why isn't she immediately fired? <laughs> yeah. Why isn't she like that it, it never comes up again as far as I know? Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, we got tons of these bases around, don't worry about it.
1: It's like, yeah, it's it's quite odd. Yeah, I, I do feel like in from like a few podcasts I've listened to about the British royal family, it's like procedure is so important Mm. that like a misstep like that would certainly result in like firing
0: It's for for a royal family living in this castle whatever it is there's not a lot of staff there
1: yeah yeah there's like four people around (laughs) yeah
0: yeah
1: um i do need to uh like bring up an issue I have about this depiction of Emily as a person with a disability. Mm. I think it's like, it's a bit, it's a bit
0: rough. What is her disability?
1: She talks about how she has spina bifida. That's right. Which is a birth defect.
0: Yep. Um,
1: I feel like they don't, they don't say this explicitly, but there is this like, one narrative of her having this physical disability. And then at the end of the movie, when uh, Richard is talking to his mom about how he was adopted was because she found out she couldn't have kids. Mm. And so they adopted, she and the late King Richard adopted current alive Richard. And you know, that was like beautiful and whatever. And then Emily was born and she was quote a miracle Ah. and I just I can't quite I mean I can put my finger on lots of reasons why the depiction of this young girl with a physical disability is like a little bit cringy and they could have done better but there's something about the like miracle baby and birth defect that doesn't sit well with me Mm. and I don't know exactly what it is so maybe it's not worth bringing up because I
0: can't isn't it disappointing enough to this royal family that she's a girl
1: yeah I guess but I just (laughs) I just think that like when I I don't know when I think about like depictions of disability it's like Like, she talks about being, like, broken at Mm. some point. And I'm like, that's a totally valid way to feel about your body, um, no matter what the ability of your body is. But I just think that, like, if you're going to depict a character in a movie with a physical disability as a main character, which, like, doesn't happen very often, why would you... Burden them with like feelings like that about it. Like, why would you not? Like, when we talked about let it snow, people were just gay and that's just how it was. Mm. I just feel like, why wouldn't you treat disability a similar way? Just like have someone with a disability and be like, yeah, that's who this person is.
0: Again, I think we can probably lay some blame at the feet of writers, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> who just kind of. Paint by numbers yeah. emotional beats, right?
1: Yeah. And like, I guess I just think that her, I would have been more interested in her story arc if she had been having hard feelings about feeling like the literal only child Mm. i mean it's like the christmas holidays so maybe it's different although she's getting tutoring on december 23rd like (laughs) what kind of monster makes a child go to school the day before christmas yeah but like you know she's not she doesn't have peers or friends around there are no other kids in this castle her mom is older her brother is like older in terms of like a sibling and is like away a lot. She's got these tutors that she's like pranky with. A story arc I would have liked to have seen from her isn't like, I'm broken because I have a disability, but like I'm really isolated mm. and like am about to go like she's like prepubescent. so she's about to go through a like big life change and like we if she has a tutor, Probably she's not in, like, school with other kids, which is, like, pretty
0: intense. You kind of wonder why, or at least I do. Yeah. Um, because, I I mean, typically, as far as I know, royal kids can go to school.
1: I think they Um, go to, like, fancy boarding schools. Very fancy schools. Yeah.
0: Like, uh, there's, there's one in Toronto, actually. Um... Yeah, I I don't know. We are putting so much more thought into (laughs) this character and the script than anyone who made this movie did. And they flew to Romania for this, you know? Anyway, I just think they did Emily dirty, and I think... I I have a note here saying that Amber is using this kid to get to Dick. Yeah. Which is classy. Yeah.
1: (laughs) There's a scene, oh my god, where... She, it's tutoring day one mm-hmm. and uh, Emily has just done a whatever work and Amber's looking it over and it's like, it's like algebra or math or trig or whatever. Yeah. Very yeah. advanced for a child. Amber
0: has no idea what she's doing.
1: And I wrote down what, what kind of hellish math science is this? It's like so complicated. Um,
0: my last note <laughs> on... On this page, anyway, is arrow mishap. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't remember what the arrow mishap was. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, I do remember. (laughs) Yeah. She gets distracted, fires an arrow through the glass into the butt of a horse in a painting. Yep. Right next to the queen. Right next to the queen. (laughs) I could have ended very differently. And again, I'm like, why is she still employed there? (laughs) What is going on? Like, do they need her that desperately to... Very weird. To
1: tutor their kid in hellish math science on Christmas? Yeah. It's very confusing. Um, I think that uh, bonding over dead parents is a... Common feature of Christmas films Oh for sure I know we, we it kind of gets covered in our bingo cards I don't think this needs to be a separate entry But I think The like meet cute Or like initial bonding Conversations about Having a parent who's died Is Very typical
0: For sure um, um, Well my first note about the cocktail party Scene is uh, Jellied meats <laughs> are a strange choice for hors d'oeuvres. Aspic. Yeah. Again, it's I, like
1: finger food. Yeah. Again,
0: I feel like that's somebody's idea of like this is fancy, fancy. and royal to no. That stuff looked disgusting.
1: Well, and jellied meats I think is like aspic is a acquired taste if you didn't grow up with it. But yeah, as an hors d'oeuvre. Like as what are you supposed to do? Like suck it, like just, jello shot it out yeah, of your head.
0: just pound back that <laughs> jellied partridge or whatever it was. <laughs> Very strange. Anyway, we inter- we we finally meet cousin Simon. Yep. Who I refer to as the Draco Malfoy of this movie. <laughs>
1: Wow. Yes!
0: Right? Doesn't he have the same kind of... Oh, he's Draco. He's got the same, like, vibe. He's a spoiler. He's got that same energy. Yeah. He feels entitled to the crown. hmm And honestly, I kind of can't blame him. I think he might be the hero of this movie. Oh, my God. Dick is an idiot, frankly. I mean, Dick... Yeah. I guess in the end, Dick is basically a good guy. He wants to do the right thing. But... Wouldn't Simon be a much more interesting ruler? Actually, Simon. I feel like Simon. I mean, he's clearly meant to be a bad guy. Yeah. He's not going to go around the world doing whatever innocuous <laughs> uh, bad boy stuff that that Dick was doing. Yeah, cousin Simon. I call him the Draco Malfoy of this movie. <laughs> really good. He just has the same kind of insouciant. I'm smarter than everyone here. I should be in charge. I mean he literally thinks he should be in charge yep um, and they they make a point at at around this time. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know basically right after the cocktail party scene
1: mm-hmm.
0: um Amber runs back up to her room and gets at her laptop and starts like. Recording she, notes. Yeah, she starts making notes for the exposé she's going to write. Yeah, um, Aldovia's royal palace, I made a note here, apparently has no cybersecurity. <laughs> she's just looking stuff up. Nobody is flagging anything that she's... That's a really good point. <laughs> none whatsoever. They're on AOL or something. Um, and it's at that point that someone points out to her that if Prince Dick abdicates, Mm -hmm. or doesn't accept the the crown,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, Simon would get the crown. Yeah. For weird sexist reasons. Yeah. Not uh, Princess Emily. 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 I was trying to remember her name. Um, And I don't think they ever really explain why. It's just one of those one of those things that, like what happens in um, Princess Diaries, Mm -hmm. where it's just like, well, we're this funny little country, and we've got funny little traditions. So don't you worry about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think at one point, Emily is the character who explains that to us, and because I think Amber is like, "Why wouldn't you take over? And she the only explanation she provides is that it's passed down through the male bloodline, right. And that's it. Right, end of explanation. Which I guess yeah. also explains why the queen can't stay the queen. Like I don't think I fully
0: understand. Oh, because the king died.
1: Yeah, she
0: can't rule herself.
1: Exactly. Like why?
0: That makes sense, I guess, internally. Like it doesn't make sense to us yeah. as enlightened nope. people in the twenty first century. Yeah, I mean monarchies don't make sense to us. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, I guess it. it My next note, actually, uh, I had a bit of an epiphany around that point. Mm. Because my note, which I think considering how high I was, is actually fairly smart. (laughs) I I said, this movie is Roman Holiday, which is one of my favorite films, by the way, in reverse. Oh. Instead of a secret male journalist, it's a secret female journalist. Yeah. And instead of the princess being led around the journalist's world. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the journalist being led around the prince's world. Mm. Huh? Ah, not just a pretty face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, you had a Christmas prince epiphany. Yeah, that's a right. Christmas prince epiphany. Yeah. Um. So the my my notes start at I think it's the. It's some sort of fundraiser charity thing for a children's orphanage. Okay. Um, and he is missing from it. He like doesn't attend.
0: He bails. He
1: bails, and it's scandalous. And then Amber like goes around the back to try and find him and sees him like playing with the orphans right. in the back. Which we don't yet know is very apropos because he grew up in that orphanage. That's right. Right? Yeah. That's
0: where he was adopted from. Yeah. Um, and that's also where she realizes oh he's actually a good guy yeah and he's not the bad boy which we never frankly believed no one believed that (laughs) Um, at which point let me ask you Nicole Mm. how ethical is it of her to keep making notes about an expose on this royal family from the angle that the prince is some kind of bad boy
1: if he's not a bad boy yeah. You mean if
0: if she she's learned the truth, she's learned exactly what her editor wanted to know. Yeah. It's not what her editor thought. It's not a very sexy story at all. In fact, the yeah. the prince is a nice guy who plays with orphans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hot. Beats isn't interested. Oh. Hot beat isn't interested in yeah, that. Hot Christmas take.
0: edition of hot beat <laughs> on the front cover. Prince plays with orphans. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I. I mean, I don't think what she's doing is ethical at all. No. Obviously. It is not. I think the, like, the ethical alternative is to be like, listen, I've been deceiving you. Give me something so that I don't have to print this other shit.
0: hmm
1: You know? I mean, I guess that's an alternative.
0: They... I think it's Emily mm-hmm. and the Queen, maybe. They both... Make jokes at some point about throwing Amber in a dungeon.
1: Yes, <laughs> I believe so, if I'm not so mis- I'm like, is that going to happen? If I'm not mistaken, and I I mean I don't really well. Do I want to spoil a second and third movies? <clears throat> no, because maybe is somebody- it possible. To- <laughs> I mean, the third one is called a royal baby, so yeah, the second
0: one is the royal wedding. Yeah.
1: But I believe the dungeon is featured at some point in this oh, trilogy. So. I'm I'm pretty sure that it is. Maybe so. Um, I am gonna be honest, the scene where he is playing with the orphans, uh, the game that he's playing is he is the king and he's sentencing the snowman to death by firing squad. Right. It was a lot.
0: Yeah. That's weird.
1: It was a bit weird. Like, I just think you could play so many different kinds of games involving snowballs Mm. without making them a firing squad. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. Especially since obviously he's going to be a
0: king and could do that maybe in Aldovia. Um, I have a note, I, I'm not sure where in the movie this came in, but I ask, why is Simon being a bitch about handmade ornaments? And of course, the the acorn thing turns out to be very important, Yeah. although we don't understand why until later. Yeah. Um, by the way, props, again, props <laughs> department, <laughs> making a hollow acorn <laughs> ornament, which frankly... Doesn't look great. It's
1: very large. Yeah. It's a very large acorn. Yeah.
0: Um, Oh, I've got a note to myself. There's the acorn, Nicole mentioned.
1: (laughs) I believe in our texts, I called it the haunted acorn. The haunted
0: acorn, yeah. (laughs) Apparently, I sent you that story about the... the Netflix shared universe that they're building with yes. these movies, right? <gasps> Apparently that acorn shows up in a different movie. Oh, I can't wait.
1: <laughs> yeah, what do they call it? The NM...
0: Yeah, the Netflix holiday...
1: NHMU. Shared...
0: Yeah. Netflix holiday movie universe. Yeah, that's right. NHMU. Yeah. The NHMU.
1: Can't wait. Yeah. Ready for the NHMU.
0: I'm hoping they're going to bring like... Since they're not bringing some of the, you know how Netflix had like Marvel TV series. Okay, yeah. Like the Punisher, Daredevil, all that stuff that they aren't necessarily being brought into the Marvel movie universe. Okay. So maybe the Punisher could show up
1: in, <laughs> in the holiday universe. In the holiday
0: universe. He's like, I don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah, I, got no, I got nothing going on. I'm the Punisher. I, I don't really celebrate the holiday. But uh, I understand you've got an apple blossom festival here. <laughs>
1: Naldovia. Yeah. Uh, my next note is about the tobogganing scene.
0: Yes, and and here we sync up again.
1: <laughs> so they get back from this tobogganing adventure, and the queen is like scolding them, and then she's like, "However, my husband was a great believer in fresh air and exercise."
0: In fact, that's what killed him. Is that-
1: know how the king dies
0: i have no idea
1: presumably a tobogganing accident but like
0: hectored to death by alice creek is,
1: <laughs> is it is it can you be a great believer in fresh air and exercise oh I don't, sure is that something you could take a strong stance on I,
0: in like 1890 Yes. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> Uh, like what's his name, uh, the founder of Kellogg's, that guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he believed in fresh air and exercise.
1: I just, I'm like, does this really need to be declared, <laughs> like a royal proclamation?
0: Well, fresh air and exercise. I think the important part of that was showing the queen's softer side. Yeah, and being like, I know that you've broken a priceless vase. And- <laughs> fired an arrow into a priceless painting nearly killing me and essentially kidnapped my daughter a couple of times because we have no security or staff here you were able to just slip out no problem yep um slip in no problem not also in and out um i have a note from a bit earlier before Mm. they got back from the bobsledding uh the old slip-and-fall-on-top-of-a-girl move. Yes. Classic dick. Classic dick. <laughs> oh How my! How many God. times has he done that around the world? His
1: royal hotness, am I right? Yep. Smooth moves.
0: Yeah, very smooth. Um, he says, I, I think it's him who says, or, or yeah, it must be him who says, I happen to know my way around a bobsled. <laughs> Hot. Yeah. Weird. That definitely means that he fucked an entire bobsledding team. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm past the uh, the bobsledding thing. The next thing I have is that she Amber saddles a horse very capably. Oh, to follow the prince God. into the woods where the horse throws her because suddenly she's no longer capable of horses. Yeah, uh, and she wanders in the woods, lost. Probably to her death. Yep. If Dick hadn't come back to look for her and save her from wolves. A wolf. A wolf, yes. A wolf.
1: So, at this point, they're like in the cabin after this harrowing experience, Mm. and she's like, I've never ridden a horse outside of Central Park. So okay. you decide for your second rodeo to be alone in a country you have never been to before to, like, saddle a horse yourself somehow. Somehow. And follow this man you're essentially stalking for a story into a forest you're not familiar with. Yep. Very wise. Second rodeo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just even the...
1: Um, so then she's at this cabin, this hunting lodge, and uh, discovers a secret handle under King the late King Richard's desk. Right. And pulls the handle, and out pops a secret drawer with an envelope full of papers. And since... She's still a journalist at heart. She takes them into her room and reads them under the cover of night.
0: Yeah, she finds basically evidence that Dick is adopted. Yeah. She has basically just fallen into so much dumb luck information. Yeah. Right from the moment she got there.
1: Um. So, okay, I would like to point out one... One feature of this, like documentation, she's found that I was
0: particularly
1: disturbed by, mm. which is that
0: it's laser printed. <laughs>
1: yes, clearly laser printed. Yeah. Um, but also that he was born in 1990, <laughs> which, like, okay, would technically make him 27. Sure. Which, first of all, there's no way that 42-year-old man... 37,
0: maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, there's no way that he is 27, obviously, but that's how movies work.
0: Sure.
1: But I think the part of me that is disturbed by that is the part of me that's like, people who were born in 1990 are currently 12. Right. (laughs) You know? Like, people who were born in 1990... Are not full adults yet Even though 1990 at this point Was literally 30 years ago That's right um, So that that uh, disturbance was really More about me than anything else But uh, 1990 That That was the year on his birth certificate I was upset by that
0: That's understandable because it's clearly false
1: Yeah <laughs> My next note is just a quote that says "men too sometimes." I don't. I have that too. (laughs) Do you know the context for what you wrote that down?
0: Um, (laughs) because I don't. (laughs) I have "men too sometimes," Mm -hmm. and then after that, I wrote "gay." (laughs) (laughs) So whatever it was, I
1: remember. So uh, Richard is Dick is talking about how. Like women throw themselves at him all the time, and he's like yes. so beloved, and then and he's men like too. men too sometimes. sometimes. And I was like, Oh, has, has how many gay romances do you think he's had?
0: I will bet it's a non-zero number.
1: Yeah, I bet it's bigger than zero.
0: Yeah. Good for him.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why not?
0: Yeah,
1: He'd be a bisexual king.
0: Ugh, he wouldn't be the first. <laughs> Far from it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I love
1: that. Obviously, both of us made note of that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're just grasping,
1: <laughs> just grasping at literally anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, my note about. Around there is Amber snoops and discovers that Dick was adopted. She blabs it immediately to her friends who are the most ruthless pair. Yeah. They're like, oh, you got to use this. Yeah. And even she is like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) But they're like, ah, forget about it. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're New Yorkers.
1: We're cutthroat New Yorkers. Oh, yeah. They're just like, what are you waiting for?
0: Yeah. You gotta break this on Christmas Eve. Whew. You gotta break this story. Whew. Right open.
1: So, like, I don't know, I don't care what actually happens in a coronation, but, like, the coronation depicted in this movie is exactly like a wedding. Mm. Like, the the Pope coronation priest...
0: Don't they even have, like, priest? a... Is like, if anyone has a reason,
1: yeah, it's like, they is like, will you protect Aldovia in for richer or poorer? Like, they, yeah, that's a weird
0: thing to say, yeah.
1: He doesn't say richer or poorer, but he's like, you know, in wealth or poverty or whatever. And then, uh, it, he doesn't say sickness and health, but he says something pretty similar, yeah. And then he's like, does anyone object to this princening, <laughs> kinging, whatever, <laughs> and then fucking Draco and what's her noodle are like blah blah blah
0: Pansy Parkinson
1: <laughs> There you go Whatever
0: her name is
1: Whatever her name is but I'm like is this a wedding or is it a princening what is going on
0: Yeah you you kind of wonder what happened in the past in that country <laughs> That they've gotten down to this point, like yeah. where there's some kind of crazy challenges in the past, mm, or? jousts. Jou- yeah, exactly.
1: I also have uh, her name
0: is Sylvia, by the way, or Sophia. Sophia, of course, it is.
1: Um, like the the scene where it's revealed that Dick is adopted and is not a quote legitimate heir. I wrote a note. Like surely this situation should highlight the lunacy of monarchies.
0: Yeah, she wore her chucks
1: to the coronation. Yeah,
0: which uh, totally makes sense. Yep. Um, I have a note here that I actually like her and Dick once she comes clean. Mm. Like they're, I guess that's what we're meant to feel because they're they're going to get married. They're. They're getting together now. There's a showdown with Simon. The acorn saves the day. Oh,
1: that haunted acorn. Saves Aldovia. Yeah.
0: It's a nice ending for Dick. Everyone hates Simon.
1: Everyone hates Simon. My last two notes are the word blog in quotation marks.
0: Right. (laughs) Blog. (laughs) So, yeah, and I don't remember how this all wraps up. Does she lose her job because she doesn't deliver the goods on
1: so she quits she quits yeah so she She finally
0: finds an ethical bone in her body at hot beat (laughs) and calls up hot beat yep and is like you know what
1: yeah she's in her um editor's office
0: oh Oh, yes because she goes back to new york Yeah
1: and And she writes a piece, but it's like the real piece. It's like honest. And right. her editor is like,
0: "I can't use this." Yeah, she's it's like not sensational. This
1: is trash. I can't use this. You were there. You had him in your hand or something. <laughs> she might not actually say that. That's no, odd. I think that's about right. Yikes. And then she quits. She's like, "Get someone else to do your chump laundry or I don't know what she says." Yeah. And so she quits and ends up working at Rudy's with her dad. And then that's when there's the, the, the like, gay best friend probably line about being gay. There's the, like, three dates that come. She stays in on New Year's. And then Dick throws a snowball at the window. And then proposes mm-hmm. to her. He didn't even know her name through most of this movie.
0: Oh, well, with... With the resources of Aldovia at his at his fingers, I'm sure he could very easily find out Rid- who, who just quit Hot Beat Magazine. Ridiculous. Um, yeah my my last notes from that scene are: um, her dad makes burgers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, New Year's Eve, Dick. <laughs> yup. <Yeah. laughs> Um, and also Amber, how long do you, she's not, her name is not Amber. Um, how, oh wait, her name is Amber. Her
1: name's Amber. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: how long do you intend to keep a king on his knees? <laughs> <laughs> Cause he is kneeling there oh, no. like an idiot in the middle of a frankly deserted New yeah. York city street. Wow, I didn't even write that a line. Solid down. five minutes, it feels like. Wow. He's just kneeling there in the snow. On his knees. On his knees. He's probably used
1: to being on his knees.
0: You do wonder. All
1: those many hooked up with
0: <laughs> that we're, threw themselves at him. We're out really there. just projecting at this point.
1: Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And maybe we'll discover this in Christmas Prince two and three if there's evidence of him like coming out to her in secret. Mm. because they're married Mm. and he's like this is a thing that i do and she's like cool i'm glad we're married Mm. i don't know maybe maybe we'll see that
0: i'm not gonna hold my breath (laughs) yeah don't frankly (laughs) what about you baby Are you gonna dolly's into it dolly's like there's not enough cats in these movies
1: yeah there's not enough cats in these movies um okay well that was a christmas prince do you have any more notes
0: nope that was it um, but as you observed this is just the first of three oh, movies buckle and, up and i and i think the plan is we're gonna do these just right in a row right oh, yeah. so tune in tomorrow join for us tomorrow the wedding
1: christmas so, prince two the royal princening
0: yeah the wedding of uh <clears throat> dick and amber
1: dick and amber Happily ever after. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Screw you,
0: Josh. <laughs> You've been listening to season one, episode four of A Podcast in a Queer Tree by Nicole Marcoux and Scott Marshall. Visit a podcast in a tree.com for this episode's links, plus our social media and a link to our Patreon. Don't forget to play bingo along with us if you're watching holiday movies. You can find the cards at hallmarkmoviebingo.com. Our theme music is by First Name Withheld, Last Name Withheld, and Friends. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow, but whatever you do, we love you. Happy Holidays.